with the shop girls on my talk 1071. Wow, you know what's going on right? Oh, I'm Allie. Oh, are He's you Harmony? Harmony yeah, yes. yeah. Um, thanks nice for tuning you. in. Uh, if you, if you, I just got so distracted because I was looking at Mall of America's Twitter feed, and have you heard about this um, super famous makeup artist Jeffrey Star, spelled Jeffrey J E F F R E E? No, Jeffrey. Oh my God, he's, he's like so an famous. Instagram sensation, and right now at Mall Wait, of America, one, somebody Phillips or something that's an Instagram. There are a lot of them, too. but all sensations. Um, he is appearing at Mall of America today, and it is it is like the house is packed. Really? Yes. Is he going to demonstrate rotunda, what to do? I don't even know. I mean, I think it's probably like a meet and greet, and I don't know if there's like an actual program or what. Maybe he but wrote a book too. If you're a fan or your kid's a fan, you might want to head over to the Mall of America, and you probably want to just head to a t- uh, high level and look down because <laughs> on the rotunda because it looks like it's already pretty. It's um, it's an event that's being hosted by um, Morphe, you know that um, makeup line, which is yeah. right next to Nordstrom. So maybe it's that rotunda where they're doing this. It's Jeffrey Star and Shane Dawson. Okay. Oh my God. This is like a, speaking a different language. But it if you is, mention I this to, to my kids or like anybody in junior high, they're okay, like, okay, oh, boomer. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah. Okay, boomer. Yep. Um, it's going on from 12 to 2.30, so like now. The Fab, Jeffree Star, and Shane Dawson are making a VIP appearance at Morphe, and you gotta be there to join all the fun. Okay. I don't really understand what they do or who they are, but apparently apparently people really like them. there is a generation that does. Yes, here's what they look like. Okay, I don't know them. Okay. Anyway, that's happening now. Elizabeth Arden? So, oh yeah. (laughs) So is um, the Minnesota Christmas Market going on at um, Union Depot. So is Art Attack going on in Northeast Minneapolis. And Diane is on the line. Diane, are you out and about shopping today? I am out and about. I decided to cash in my change jar, so I started with $87 of extra money in my pocket. Oh, isn't that so much fun? (laughs) It is. I actually started at uh, a Presbyterian Home senior sale that was a fundraiser for Hope for Youth or something, but I just stopped in at the Burroughs School on 50th and James. That's my alma mater. (laughs) it's a very nice sale i saw two things i hadn't seen before one was uh, a minnesota i don't know company they make they call it norsari are you familiar with that it is a a woolen blanket that can be with velcro as a skirt so yes yes i have seen that yeah so that was a hot booth here and um there's an artist, um, Erickson is his last name. He had, like, semi-precious stones, lots of jewelry there. But he had something called Fordite, which is the and from the Ford plant in St. Paul. And he said he's gotten some stuff from Detroit. They actually take the paint from decades of paint, like on pipes. Mm-hmm. And then it has all this different color paint. And then they chip it off and they create, someone creates like a stone sort of. So it's mm. a very layered color. Kind of cool. And this is, this is all happening at Burroughs School in South Minneapolis, right on 50th. Yep. 
Is this, yeah, so is this a fundraiser covering. for the school or what is it? Um, no, that, well, oh, no, the uh, fundraiser, I actually stopped at a Presbyterian home that had a little senior sale this oh. morning at 98th and Lindale. That was my, my start to, they had quilts and baked goods for sale. So I started there and then they, they, theirs was a fundraiser. And then, um, and then I just came up to Burroughs. Well, very fun. Well, thank you for calling in, Diane, and thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Our number is 651-641-1071. If you want to tell us where you're shopping today, I think people are just starting to get into the market pop-up holiday gifting circuit. And there will be lots of events coming up in the next few weeks. And if you have um, a question, and, right, call too. If you have a question, we would welcome that as well. 651-641-1071 is our number. Um, it is also, in addition to, to Art Attack... Um, Carver Junk Company is doing their vintage vintage and handmade holiday market today. Well, I thought they had just had one recently. They've got another one? They've got one huh. today, November okay. 2nd, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. at their store in Chaska, 206 North Chestnut in Chaska. Okay. That's going on today as well. And We um, haven't heard from Mitch today? Uh, know we, all the places she's she going to? She must be so busy that we haven't even heard from I her. she skipped town. Crazy. Ooh. This doesn't Without seem like the kind, of miss, the kind of weekend that she would miss. No, we'll have to check on that. Otherwise, she better, if she's listening, she better call in or let us know. Right on. Yeah. Well, we will uh, we'll keep you posted on, uh, on the, uh, the ultimate pop-up girl's whereabouts today. Um, all right. Meanwhile... Uh, we, well, we have some other calls coming in, but we'll let Hope deal with that. Our number is 651-641-1071. You can also hit us up on Twitter at Alley Shops and at Harmony Kaplan if you have a question or a comment. And of course, on, um, you can go to mytalk1071.com, click on the Shop Girls page. That's where you find highlights from our, um, shows, links to things we're talking about, and you can message us right there if you have a question or a comment. Meanwhile, Lindsay, Lindsay is on the line. Hi, Lindsay. Hello. Where are you shopping today? Well, I had an appointment out in Excelsior, so I had my first experience at the general store today. Oh, the first time you've ever been there? First time. I had some birthdays. My mom's 70th is today, so I stopped by there. It's a great place, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. They are decked out for the holidays. Yeah, that is that is a store like no other. Aren't we back there? We're going soon? there next week. Next week. Oh yeah. well, Lindsay, we'll be there. Come now, see us now that you're a pro. Right. You have to come back and see us next weekend. We'll be broadcasting from the General Store Minnetonka uh, from eleven to one next Saturday. Wonderful. Look forward to it. Okay. Thanks for calling. That is an amazing store and perfect place to go do a little gift shopping and have a little lunch. Absolutely. Yeah. That's fun too. We love to combine our Me shopping too. with our eating. We do. <laughs> Good combination. It's always everything's better with a popover. <laughs> that could be their slogan. Isn't that the truth? Everything's better with a popover. Yes, okay. indeed. Okay. Um, all right, Mom. Yes. Do you think that you need a hair detox? Well, you know, I hadn't um, thought about it. Right. But just when you tell thought me you had, what it is, just when maybe you, I'll need it. Just when you thought you had all the products covered. Yeah. We learn that by not um, washing. Well, is it because we don't all wash our hair every day anymore? 
It's the age of the second and third day hair. Easy to get by with the dry shampoo. Oh, yeah. But, but... All of those natural oils combined with the styling products cause the scalp to run into issues of itching and flaking. Yes. Um, And so where we used to just say, well, I guess you need to use some uh, dandruff shampoo. The more modern and chic idea is to do a regular head exfoliation. I was not aware of that. A scalp exfoliation, you need to, and it enables the hair follicles to be healthier. And there are actual products you need to use. Wait a minute. Or is this just an excuse to bring out more products that they say we need? Well, I guess so. Although some of these I actually have used, but the idea is that you should be incorporating a scrub into your hair routine once a week. So I'm like, I'm barely washing my hair once yeah. a week. I don't have to worry about that, too. So do you do this before you shampoo or after? Or um, what? It says, okay, so here's a DIY recipe that you could try. Add a teaspoon of sugar or coarse salt to your shampoo. Massage it into your scalp. So I guess you can kind of make it a one and done. Oh. Um, if you don't want to do that, uh, Paul Mitchell's Tea Tree Special Shampoo. That actually is great. Have you ever used that? No. Makes your head tingly. Does it? Yes. It's oh. fun. Yeah. I, I saw, I, I have been using Living Proof um, shampoo. Yeah, I like and, their products. What? I like their products. Yeah, I do too. And I see they have a Living Proof Restore Dry Scalp Treatment. $32. Yeah. I don't know. Is my scalp worth it? I think it is, Mom. Do you? Yeah, I really do. How have we gone all this time without this? Um, w- Here's another totally different question. Speaking of worth, what is Lady Gaga's dress Oof. worth from, what is it? The, the Oscar- Golden Globes. The Golden no, Globes. Do you remember that beautiful sort of um, right. periwinkle Didn't blue? Didn't we kind of like that dress better than her Academy oh, yes. Awards dress yes, that, that year? Yes, which was black. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. Absolutely beautiful dress that somehow, and I do not understand the whole thing, it was worth $8,000. It was a Valentino haute couture uh-huh. gown. It was left at the hotel. By accident. Apparently, that's what nobody can quite understand. Okay. And according to a press release from the auction house, an employee at the Beverly Hilton Hotel discovered the gown in the room when she was cleaning after this had all taken place. What? Yes. She has a letter of authenticity. She says the dress was left in the room. But how does she have a letter of authenticity if it was just left? Well, she must have an authenticity that it's the Valentino dress that Lady Gaga wore. Okay. Um. And she turned it into the hotel's lost and found. Anybody? Oh else? my God! Yeah, anybody anybody lose a Valentino <laughs> gown worn by Lady Gaga at the Golden Globes? So anybody? It was in the lost and found for almost nine months, and then it was given back to her. And so, it, wait, well, why would it have taken nine months to return it? Like nobody can I, find Lady Gaga. It no forwarding address. Nobody checked with her. She it. Would seem they think it was actually borrowed from Valentino. That's what TMZ says, that mm-hmm. it wasn't Lady Gaga's to keep. Um, but nobody seems to understand what is what they should have done to resolve this. So it went to an auction house. And as of Thursday, they were taking online bidding. So I cannot find 
anything yet that tells if it was that's so weird purchased this whole thing is so weird and why wouldn't valentino have claimed it and how rude frankly of the lady gaga team to not return the dress to valentino well that's they just left it i don't it this doesn't is a weird make story. any sense and we'll try to follow up on this yeah and figure out what happened but get on it mom yeah if you ever go into a hotel room and find an eight thousand dollar dress right. do not take it to the lost and found and give it to me okay, okay. <laughs> very good that's the moral when we get back it's time for my mother's tech report don't go away Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, it is that time. This is why you tune in. You have questions. Your electronics aren't working. You don't know what to buy. Uh, You need more Wi-Fi. Who do you turn to? (laughs) My mother. You fools. It's time for the tech report. The internet, it's it's a series of tubes. tubes. Time once again. For Harmony's Tech Report. Well, here's one that I'm really not sure that um, I have all the answers to. Oh, because normally you do. I do. Oh, I always do. So Google's newest phone mm-hmm. is a piece of paper. Okay. Come again? It's a piece of paper. Okay. Printed with a few pieces of information. Yeah. Um, you print it at home. Uh-huh. You fold it into a rectangle. And if you make a few snips with the scissors, you can even hold a credit card in it. What? Yes. What Google says is that the paper phone is part of a new package of digital well-being experiments. And the company is trying to do this to give all of the users a digital detox. After you detox your hair and your scalp, right? then you do a technological detox. So the interesting thing is the paper phone arrived the same week that they launched their latest phone, the $800 Pixel 4. Oh, funny. Yeah. Wait a second. Are you, I mean, this sounds like a funny little like stunt, but are people actually buying the paper phone? I don't understand it because I saw pictures. I watched a video. Yeah. And it looked like people just cut out paper and wrote a few little things on it to remind them of things. Right, it's called making a list on paper, well, which we used to I do before we it. had phones. Yes, that's what and I would have called putting, it. And putting credit cards in slots is called having a wallet, which well, we used yes. to do before oh, we had Apple Pay. Yeah. Yes. So, so um, it's a joke. This well, is just a stunt. I would think it's... It, maybe it's not fair to say it's a joke totally because they want it to it's be something for wellness. It's an experiential they are, they are moment. They're advocating wellness uh-huh. because they think you should put your phone in the other room while you sleep. Mm-hmm. And you know there's a there's a movement towards no tech Sundays. And there are a lot of there's also which we've all heard about the National Day of Unplugging where you're supposed to not watch television even, you know. Mm-hmm. So they Google says that the paper phone project is one of their open source experiments that also includes a phone wallpaper that counts how many times a day you unlock your device and also a desert island program that gives users access (gasps) to only their most essential apps. Now, I don't get it. Do you get it? (laughs) 
I mean, I really don't. I get that they are creating a funny marketing moment to illustrate the obvious. I'm sorry, this is kind of back to uh, like the Escofinlayson pocket that blocks your cell phone signal when you could just turn off your phone or not bring it. Yeah, that, yeah, I don't know. Listen to this one from Google. I mean, this is a real week of Google. They have officially announced this. I'm sure you will understand because I certainly do. Um, they've announced they have achieved quantum supremacy. What? Have you wanted to achieve quantum <laughs> always, supremacy? Always. Okay. It comes exactly one month after it initially leaked when a Google paper was accidentally published early. You know, I get in on these things. Mm-hmm. So they explained, and I'm sure everybody will understand this. That its 54-qubit Sycamore processor was able to perform a calculation in 200 seconds that would have taken the world's most powerful supercomputer 10,000 years. What? Are you listening? I'm listening, but I'm not really following. Neither am I. So, um, and what they say is this would mean that the calculation, which actually involved just these generated random numbers, Mm -hmm. that it's essentially impossible to do on a traditional non-quantum computer. Which how do you fact check that? Who knows the answer if it's that hard to get the information? Well, I, I, Mr. Quantum, I'm not sure. (laughs) IBM. The company that operates this supercomputer that Google claims to have beaten um, is disputing Google's claims because they said the same task could be performed on a classical system in 2.5 days rather than 10,000 years. I, I mean, that is a hard math problem. That is a very hard math problem. And what will solving and, that math problem do? Yes. Okay, good. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you did your homework the, the on this thing one. Is, well, I mean, who would understand this? Mm-hmm. But they are comparing their breakthrough to the Wright's brother, Wright brothers' first plane ride in 1903. And they said it may still be years away before we have quantum computers, <clears throat> excuse me, that will be used you know, for practical tasks. Mm-hmm. But this just shows how far ahead they are on things, I guess. Okay. <laughs> okay. So here's one that we can kind of understand. Remember okay. Monica Lewinsky? I do. Well, Monica Lewinsky has really been working hard on an anti-bullying campaign um, called The Epidemic. And she has done a lot of things. She launched Epidemic.com, which is an interactive experience to really help people understand this sort of global epidemic of cyberbullying. And so along with that, she's now launched the Goodness Bot on Twitter. And it's to combat negativity. And the way it works, it's an automated Twitter account. So if you write something nasty on mm-hmm. Twitter, and I guess if you reply on this Goodness Bot, it changes the offending words. <coughs> so if it says... I hate you. Uh-huh. You hit this and it'll say, I love you. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just. And, and again, you. this is another need in the world? Well, yes, it's a need in that if people are bullying online and you can combat that and try to switch it over and make people oh. appreciate the goodness that can okay. come. Okay, I thought you were just like editing yourself. No, no, like, no, well, no, no. This edits you, what you've written on oh. there. So that. 
other people That's see. That's weird. It, well, it, it replicates the tweet mm-hmm. by putting positive words instead of negative. And the epidemic.com experience has been seen by people in over 150 countries mm-hmm. and almost 15 million Twitter users since it's been launched. So, I mean, you know, you can't laugh at trying to do things that... Yeah. It's a, you know, things can be like a nice idea and still a ridiculous product. Oh, Ellie, you are so cynical. I'm sorry. Well, I'm also so in need of new glasses. And so when we get back, we're going to get the latest. (laughs) You just cut me right off. I did. I did. I'm sorry. Your time is up. I'm going to have to have. You'll have to save it for your next tech report, because when we get back, we're talking to Jeff Press to get the latest in eyewear trends from Robert Mark and beyond. That's next. See where we're going. (laughs) Shop girls. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. And this next segment, I can promise you, it's going to be an eye opener. Oh, it really. I mean, we could go I on had and to. On. Yes. I just had yeah. to. Yeah. Jeff Press is chief designer for Robert Mark NYC Eyewear, and he's going to be in town next Saturday at the Galleria at Invision all day. And we wanted to catch him because I'm sure he's going to be very busy next Saturday. So I we wanted to catch him so you can plan to be there now. <laughs> Jeff, do you get really tired of people making um, corny eyewear puns? Oh no! You know we're a little <laughs> used to it. I like it. <laughs> you gotta say that, yeah. Oh, I can see it now, Jeff. Oh, I can geez. just see it. Okay, so you're the chief designer for Robert Mark, very well known line that Envision has carried for many years. I remember meeting Robert Mark at Envision some years ago. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, so the brand's been around a while, and we've had a great relationship. Uh, with uh, Anthony and the team at Envision. Yeah. So tell us what is hot now. You're going to be doing your trunk show. This is, I mean, you do collections just like fashion does collections for eyewear, right? We we do. And so uh, this is our, our fall collection, our uh, NYC Jazz collection. Uh, we do collections seasonally in spring and fall and, and resort. Um, and uh, we're uh, a brand that's uh, very focused on color and uh, palettes. And so we're really excited about uh, some of the things that we worked on for fall to really show colors in unique new ways. I love color glasses. I'm sitting here wearing red ones right now. What are some of the big colors that are coming in? So um, the entire collection was inspired by jazz um, from the 50s and the 60s Mm. with really uh, modern details. So um, there's a lot of crystal. Um, So we used a new rose crystal and a blue crystal. Um, that we're really excited about um, in the fall collection, as well as a series of colored tortoises. So um, in all cases, these are easy-to-wear colors, mm-hmm. um, but they're things that are a little more um, peppy than a uh, tortoise or a black. Okay. Um, are you? Do you have any advice, Jeff? I mean, when it comes to wearing color... I don't know. My mother can certainly pull it off. I, I, I mean, do you feel like it has to work with your skin tone? I think it does, but I mean, I think the biggest thing is um, that uh, it's a question of personal style and taste. I think the colors we use tend to be uh, neutral enough so that they work on a lot of different skin tones, um, and we tend to make everything in five colors so that there's a lot of options for oh, different that's... people. So certainly we want to match up 
um, to things that work with skin tone and hair color. But we believe that there's a lot of great options and that people should have a whole wardrobe of eyewear. Oh, yes. We try to make things in a lot of unique colors. Okay, so here's another question. We're talking about skin color, but what about when you're, especially for women, I guess I'm thinking, um, should you wear your glasses to match your outfit does it not matter if you're wearing let's say a whole pink or purple ensemble and you've got red glasses does that work or should you really match your eyewear you know i think uh, there's two ways to look at it i think first of all um you know it's a matter of what you want your glasses to do for you mm-hmm. some people want their glasses to blend and others want them to really stand out i don't think there's any hard and fast rule okay. but what i like is i like soft and light colors that tend to complement the outfits that you're wearing as opposed to things that overwhelm. Mm -hmm. The collection has always been very classic in its use of color because it really complements your wardrobing and different fashion ideas that you might bring to the table. Okay. So, Jeff, if you were to be updating your eyewear wardrobe this fall, let's say that, like, you have a, a basic tortoise, maybe you have, like, a black frame or a metal... What would you do? What would be your number one suggestion for people as a way to update with something that looks really current or fashion forward? You know, I think that the trend right now around crystals is um, a great trend. What it does is it gives you color, but in a soft way, so that it really is a very pretty and light look on the face. So I think looking at different crystal options, whether it's our our um, Rhapsody Blue Crystal or our Honeysuckle Rose Crystal, it really does work um, so that you have something that's very neutral and easy to wear with a lot of different outfits, but it does have a real pop of color to it. Mm-hmm. So I like that um, as a trend. Um, in addition, we've used a lot of combination of titanium and acetate together, which um, gives a little different look in terms of there's a, a little more construction to it. More than just a, a clean acetate frame or a pure titanium frame, these combination pieces really do show a lot of construction and design concepts. So I think those are exciting things to look at if they're new to your wardrobe. And what about, let's talk about shape. I mean, are there some new shapes that you have designed or what? Triangle. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't think The the triangle is maybe not the best shape for most (laughs) people. Maybe not. Maybe not. What would you suggest? There are um, definitely some new shapes in the collection. One thing that I would say is uh, Robert Mark has always been known for its tailored eye sizes. Mm -hmm. I would say we went a little larger with some of the eye sizes this season. We feel like um, there's a real opportunity to tell a bigger and bolder story. So some of our new styles, like our 1004, um, which is a larger eye size, gives a kind of a a broader fit on the face. And I think it's great because it has a really distinctive look to it. Um, So I would say looking at sizing, Mm -hmm. um, a little bigger cat eye um, with a little more size to it um, is things that make it feel a little modern and a nice new direction for people who have been wearing a little more tailored eyewear. I've seen a lot of um, sunglasses that they're showing really big ones. What do you think about that? Do you think sunglasses should be bigger, or do you think it it doesn't matter if it's regular glasses or sunglasses? You know, I think that sunglasses, first of all, we want to make sure we're protecting ourselves from the sun and that we're comfortable when we're out there. So a little larger eye size makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of our new uh, sunglasses for this season for women are definitely a little on the larger size. Um, Our 5002 and 5003 and 5004 are all larger eye sizes in cat eye shapes or a a large square shape. And what I like about that is it gives you that very 
sort of Jackie O kind of feel. Right. Where it's a glamour piece, but it's still very tailored and fits on the face well. Would you say, Jeff, we're talking to, to, to Jeff Press from um, Robert Mark NYC. He's going to be in town next weekend. Would you say that as far as going with a more rounded frame or a square frame, is that about your face shape or is that about trend? I think there's two things to it. For one, I, I definitely think um, personal taste plays into it as it always does. Um, but I would say to you that choosing a shape that is complementary to your face shape makes a lot of sense. So if you're angular, maybe a little something softer. If um, you're, you have softer angles to your face, maybe a little something more angular. So what you get is a little contrast. And that tends to be a really good uh, rule of thumb when looking at shapes that are going to work well. And of course, next weekend, next Saturday, if we come to InVision at the Galleria, you can help us out in person. Absolutely. Next Saturday, when? When you come to InVision. <laughs> when? I like that. I like the way you think. Have well, you been here before? I, you know, this is the first time I'll be doing uh, a talk show. Um, so I'm really excited to meet the clients there and to work with the team. Um, I think it'll be uh, really exciting. This has been a uh, an amazing partnership for a long time. So I'm excited to meet uh, some of the clients one-on-one and work with the team. Well, well that's great. Jeff Press, Chief Designer for Robert Mark NYC Eyewear. We'll see you in Edina next weekend at Envision. Thanks for, thanks for the update, we'll Jeff. We'll be looking for you, right? <laughs> Sounds great. I, there, are I, there are eye references you're going to be thinking of all week. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll make a list. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> Jeff. Um, when we get back, we will wrap up the show with a few steals and deals, and we still have a few crazy products and stories to tell you about so there's more ahead on shop girls don't go away you're listening to shop girls on my talk 1071 i'm Allie kaplan with my mom harmony if you missed any of the show today you can always download it do the podcast share it with a friend listen to it later and of course check us out and all of our links online at mytalk 1071.com um, well, we talk frequently about the bag of the season, the new bag, the it bag, the return of the fanny pack, the going away of the fanny pack, the <laughs> return of the fanny pack. Louis Vuitton has another new trend that Weird. you might want to get your hand on. Literally. Yes. Get your hand on or your wrist. He's got two monogrammed mini bracelet bags that are coming out for spring and summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's all part of, you know, Jackamus started the little bag trend where you can barely get a credit card. Right. Um, so it's in their traditional um, brown canvas leather. And they, I with think. With logos all over it? Yes, with logos all over it and a chunky zipper and all that. So they are being released as part of their spring collection. Um, they will retail. For $750, I don't think you could even get that much cash in the bag. Well, that's good because you won't have any cash after you buy it. That's true. Yeah. So there is one that's called the Bracelet Bum Bag, and the other is the Palm Springs Wrist Bag. Um, I don't know why you would want those. (laughs) I mean, I can't imagine going around with a bag around my wrist. Well, or around my hand. There's one that literally but you like goes hold between a bag, and then it's in your hand. So why not have it on your hand, and you don't have to heavy. grab it? It would hurt it. my shoulder. Well, plus what? I probably couldn't get it's anything. It's not very in big. It. How could that hurt your shoulder? It's silly looking. Okay. Do you like it? 
I, no, I mean, you know, it's not for me. I'd rather have one that goes, I don't know, like crossbody yeah. or or whatever. Yeah, I thought, but I who I are we to judge? We're, we're just not. here. We just report. The we're news. here to dispense knowledge, That's and all that we do, and we that do. is why we want you to know that HBO has a documentary coming up. Um, it airs on November twelfth, and I imagine it'll be oh, available then I'm after sure you that. Can get it on demand after it's that. It's all about um, industry icon Ralph Lauren. It's yep. called very ralph and it chronicles his life and his entire career do you think that like ralph paid for this or no like, i really don't i think, think it's been in the making HBO for just... some time it was his 50th anniversary this last year okay. and i think that it's not a surprise that they came up with the idea of of doing something like this mm-hmm. um and i would guess that it will be fairly popular and interesting you know, he's come a long way. He started out selling ties yeah. at the Empire State Building, of yeah. all things. So I would say he's come a long way since then. Yeah. I would watch it, wouldn't you? Um, one thing about Ralph that I kind of appreciate, I mean, obviously, I mean, it's so interesting to contrast a career like his with, like we were talking earlier in the show about Zach Posen and the right. shutting down of the line and why that's happening and, you know, his collection isn't, you know, they did their show at Fashion Week for spring, and they won't deliver on that collection. Right, right. like that's yeah, it. No, Lights over. out immediately. The that's board said, posing, right? "Yeah." Um, but how does you know why? What is the secret to the success of Ra- of the success of Ralph Lauren? Also, I like that Ralph Lauren is one of those designers who doesn't dress the same all the time. I mean, no, he's got his true. certain yeah. looks, but like he really actually wears. I fashion. remember running into him. He's the epitome of American fashion. But I ran into him on the street in. I believe it was in Paris. Really? It was either New York or Paris. And I mean, he's a little guy. Yeah. But I mean, he had on a dark pinstripe suit. I uh-huh. mean, he looked sensational. I mean, you couldn't miss Did you him. say, hey, lift shits? I didn't. I thought that would be rude. That was his name was before his he changed name. it to Ralph Lauren. Well, it was actually, I think, his brother or his cousin who decided, I mean, it was just too hard to, you to know, pronounce. pronounce yeah. And so they changed it. But I also thought it was interesting. They said he did not attend fashion school. And he said he never thought he was in the fashion business. If someone said, are you a fashion designer? He would say, no, I hate fashion. So, Hmm. you know, I mean, it's just sort of that classic American style that he is, he's known for. And well, I will watch that. I would watch that documentary. Yeah. It's coming out on HBO on the 12th. So that's coming up before you know it. Oprah did it. Remember when Oprah did an interview with him out at his ranch? No. Oh, Beautiful. Was it good? Yeah. Well, I no, just, not the ranch. No. Was the interview good? Oh, the, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It was. It was fun to see the ranch. I mean, it was beautiful. Oh. You know, I mean, you'd never want to leave there. We'll see if you can get us an invite. Oh, yeah, you bet. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I think it's time we do some steals and deals. If you are still a fan of the dress barn, they are going out of business, which you probably heard. And the big liquidation is on now. 
Um, Dress Barn is closing all their remaining stores. Yep. Um, 544 stores. stores. My goodness. I had no idea there were that many Dress Barns. Anyway, um, they are going to start liquidating. It starts this very weekend. Um, So good time to, to get some deals. I guess that's the only kind of silver lining in all of these bankruptcies and, and closure. So, and, yeah, and Riley Rose has oh, right. closed as well. Yes, so that was kind of an interesting, yeah. Well, I mean, we kind of knew this would happen, yeah. and, and it was in the early announcements, but with Forever 21's problems and restructuring, and as they sort of struggle to, to keep the lights on, even with their financial problems, Riley Rose, their beauty store, appears to be the casualty. It's kind of a bummer. They'll These be stores, online. Yeah, no, these stores opened not very long no, ago, not and it was kind of ago. yeah, kind of exciting. It was yeah. sort of like Sephora for the next generation, fun interactive yep. stores, lots of social media components right. and candy and other things. But they're closing those stores. Yeah, not so, so good. Yeah. So. Um, and then uh, already we are starting to see the Black Friday deals and the Black Friday references. Costco um, released its Black Friday promotions. Right. Um, the interesting thing is you have to realize that they will not be open on Thanksgiving Day. So actually, you know, the store, it will start the day after. Um, well, but- on actual Black Friday. Right, and but some of them, yeah, some of them open in the evening and, on Thanksgiving. And do that. Some yes. of the deals are available online. Although I think we've moved to a place where it's a little more civilized. I don't yeah. think there's going to be a race to see who opens earlier or stays open no. longer. Mall of America is committed to their Black Friday opening to being closed on Thanksgiving, and I think right, more retailers are. are making but that the, decision. But Costco's going to have everything from you know the electronics that you'd expect to food and appliances and clothing. Um, they've got even a, an Eight eight hundred dollars off of a five carat diamond. Mm. So maybe you want to keep your eye on that. I would take that. Sure, I would. Um, too. On the local front, Piccadilly Prairie, the cute gift oh, store and name. DIY. They're at Southdale and Ridgedale and online. They are doing a store wide sale this weekend, today and tomorrow. Fifteen percent off store wide, and you can get the discount online as well. But it's a really cute store, and it's nice to see them succeeding at the mall. I think that's what we want, right? I mean, oh, it's a absolutely. local business, local artists represented. Um, so check them out. If you're at Southdale or Ridgedale, that's Piccadilly Prairie. Um, Stephanie's in St. Paul is doing its first ever outlet sale. Ooh. What yep. does that mean exactly? It means up to 80% off. Ooh. It's only today and tomorrow. Uh, they've got $50 denim and shoes, bargain bins. Their website is actually down during the sale. This is in person oh. only. They took their website offline for this Isn't sale. That interesting? It's today and tomorrow. They're calling it their first ever outlet sale. This is at Stephanie's in St. Paul. They're detoxing. They are. Sure. They are. All sales are final, so make sure you know what you want. They're on Cleveland in St. Paul, so maybe I'll see you over there. Oh, could be. Have a good week. Come and join us out at the General Store in Minnetonka next Saturday. Have a great week, everybody.